I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kennedy. Hello. Hi. Hello. Producer Dan. Hello. Welcome to the Unfiltered After Show podcast. We bring one subject to discuss. Now the others know on the show what it's going to be. Kennedy's up first. What you got? All righty. So there was this story in the news today. It's about a restaurant in New Jersey who have decided that after a very difficult past year with kids, that they have decided to ban any kid under the age of 10 to dine in their restaurant. Hmm. They said, we love kids. We really, truly do. But lately it has been extremely challenging to accommodate children at Nettie's. Between noise levels, lack of space for high chairs, cleaning up crazy messes, and the liability of kids running around the restaurant, we've decided that it's time to take control of the situation. This was not a decision made lightly, but some recent events have pushed us to implement this new pro- new policy. So it is going to happen in like March after their winter break. And obviously some people, you know, were saying, I have... I worked at the restaurant. I worked front of house. The disregard for manners and kids out of control is awful. And then, of course, the other mom saying, um, I was looking forward to trying out your place with a well-behaved nine-year-old, but I'm not welcome. No, no, you're welcome. You're not. It's not about you. But Mm. (laughs) um, saying that, you know, the attitudes towards children is a cultural trend. Children are exiled to exist in spaces. They are new people. If we, as a community understood that and had a helpful attitude toward young parents instead of a hateful one things would be so much better i think you know where i stand on this policy <laughs> and it's not no I, kids well yeah and i realize that you know not having them makes makes your life very different and that, that i'm not around them at all i really have no frame of reference but i do know that i like to go out to lunch and not get run around by kids whose parents don't give two shits what they do mm-hmm. um but um discuss I think, uh, I mean, kids aren't banned from eating out. It's literally one restaurant. I think it's fine to have an adult-only space if that's what you choose to do with your establishment. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. fact, you should if you're going to do it, do it 18 and up. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's a big deal. There's plenty of restaurants for kids yeah. to eat at. Yeah, that's why I sit like in the bar areas here because you can't bring a kid in there. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that way I can eat the place I like. And I'm not sure be people overrun. are going to be offended, but as, a, right. as, uh, as the only parent on the show. I will say that I'm up for a business doing what a business needs to do to stay afloat or whatever's best to their business because I'm a, I'm a person that's hands off. Whatever you think works for your business, that is fine. I will say this, though, as a parent and that part of the statement of we have a responsibility to raising kids as a society because if we don't have more kids, we don't have more people. Okay. And our society goes away. So kids are very important to our society. Yeah, but that's not a problem right now. We're doing fine. 
But what I'm saying is, <laughs> and and a part of raising kids isn't just the parent. It is being out in social situations. It is if a kid never goes out to eat when they're young, how will they act when they're older? They won't be, you know, adjusted normal kids. And I do think there is something to be said for that kind of group mentality um, of if I see a kid acting up and I'm out somewhere, I will say something to that kid. If somebody doesn't say something to him, like, Hey, knock that off. Yeah. I would never. Yeah. And I have no problem doing it. And I have no problem anybody doing it to my son. You know, if he were acting the fool, and somebody yeah, saw it. It was like, like somebody would be like, "Mind your fucking business, woman." Like, no, I know people that- don't like it when you correct their kids, <laughs> it, which is a change and shift of from 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, I like the "It takes a village." You know, I'm I mean, a- you, I, and I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, 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 I do. And I'm here to be hopeful in any way I can. Mm-hmm. It just being around kids hasn't been that part of my journey, right. I guess. But when I go to eat, mm-hmm. just for those two blessed hours, <laughs> right? That's all I want. Sure, that's all I want. I, I get it. I get all of that. And there are some restaurants that are better with kids. We had a, a restaurant in Charlestown and uh, they they didn't have a no kids policy, but they made it very difficult. They wouldn't, um, you know, in the wintertime, you couldn't bring the stroller in. Um, they didn't uh, have good high chairs. They had little, they, it, it was just very difficult and it was very clear that they didn't want your business. And so mm-hmm. we quit going there mm-hmm. and we quit going there alone as well mm-hmm. because well, they were like listen if you don't want our business then you're not getting it another time either you know well, because- isn't there something to be said for times that you want to go out as a grown-up you could go eat yeah there's place? plenty of times you want to eat without it's, kids running it's around not about- it's never no yeah, i've yeah. never thought about going out to eat and there being kids there or not that has never entered my mind that like oh i want to go out for a meal without kids around because everywhere you go there are kids around it doesn't matter what restaurant mm-hmm. you go to not true <laughs> well, maybe That's if you're going for the ones I well, if you're going to a fancy restaurant for lunch at two o'clock, <laughs> yes, kids are in school, so you can go into it. No, but I, if you go to a fancy restaurant at seven o'clock at night, there could be kids there. You yes, know? but I mean, it's not like a melee. Mm-hmm. They're not running around banging on tables and mm-hmm. shit. Sure. To, you know, making mess of the bathroom and whatnot. Right. I mean, it's just I realize it's a very small percentage of people that don't yeah. give two shits what their kids do right. in public. Only takes one. Yeah, but fuck up your whole night. I think it's interesting. I think the statement that they said was really well thought out. It wasn't Mm -hmm. just like we don't want your kids. It was we've been thinking about this for a long time, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I think it's interesting. Yeah, you're a business. You do what you want. You know, and if it works for you, it works for you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. There's nothing wrong with having adult-only spaces. Mm -hmm. It's not the means we should stop reproducing. Or oh my god, kids aren't welcome. So this is where it's weird for me because they've drawn a line in the sand at ten. And I can tell you there are nine-year-old girls that are more mature than 14-year-old boys. And it's sort of in that statement of what they were saying that we realize this is a number that... It's, it's arbitrary. Just, it's just the number we had to choose. Mm-hmm. And they said, we realize that a lot. most of you have very well-behaved children, mm-hmm. but this is just on that. And this is, is part of that it takes a village thing. Mm-hmm. If part of the village is fucking up, well, then everybody <laughs> doesn't get what they want. Right. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, I thought it was very interesting. All right. Thank you, Kennedy. I thought this was interesting. I read this this morning in the news, and Forbes magazine always puts out their list of the highest paid entertainers for 2022, and usually it doesn't interest me, but seeing some of the names on this list here this year and who is number one is mind-boggling. Well, it's because everybody's selling their stuff, right? And that's what, it, that's what is changing all yeah. of this nowadays. <clears throat> so in at number 10 is Bad Bunny. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he made $88 million this year, cash from two tours, endorsement deals with Corona, Cheetos and Adidas. I'm surprised he's 10. 
He's like one of the biggest international stars. Yes, but wait. Yeah, there almost should be asterisks on this. I think. Well, yeah, it's. I mean, he does really well. Um, Taylor Swift is at number nine. She's the only woman on this list. Uh, And she hasn't even toured yet. So she made ninety-two million dollars. It says in a year. In a year, she released "Midnights" in October, and then in November, obviously her fans crashed Ticketmaster trying to get tickets for her upcoming tour. Uh, At number eight, James Cameron has made ninety-five million dollars. All from Avatar: Way of Water. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Not bad, not bad work. In, if you movie get it. made two billion. In at number seven, the Rolling Stones. They were making eight point five million dollars per night on their fifteen city European tour last summer. So they made ninety eight million dollars last year. Yep. In at number six, Brad Pitt. He made a hundred million dollars. So he sold his stake in the production company Plan B. And then he also had mo- had the movies Bullet Train, Babylon, and The Lost City. Which I think he was a producer of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How much of that is from selling his production company? Um, it doesn't chunk. show the breakout. I feel the like the majority, out. probably. It's a good chunk, yeah. I don't think Bullet Train is going to get you to that amount of money. No. In a number five, James L. Brooks and Matt Groening. They are the creators of Simpson. Simpsons, they made $105 million. They're pocketing big money from Disney's acquisition of Fox and the migration of the show from FX to Disney+. Plus. In a number four, South Park creators Trey Parker and Matt Stone, $160 million. Most of that comes from a deal that they signed with Paramount in 2021, guaranteeing them $935 million over the next six years. That is I just, bonkers. I mean, that show is in like season 26 or season something. Season 26 just started. They put out two movies on Paramount. I, I don't know how you stay funny that long. I just don't. And it's, they keep doing it. Right. With cardboard cutouts. $935 million. Like construction yeah, the, paper. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, it doesn't take a lot of money to produce that show, I so. don't think. They do it in a week, too. Most people, like, they'll do it from what's in the news that week. They turn around the entire episode in six days, mm-hmm. where most animated shows will take months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do the whole thing in six days. Yeah. And they released a Tony Award-winning musical in their spare time, Book right? of Mormon. Right, totally. They're just talented dudes. Yeah, they are. All right, and at number three, Tyler Perry. He's the only actual billionaire on this year's list. He made $175 million this year. Doesn't say from what. That Medea money's different, though. And, and, and he this owns is, his own production company yeah, in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. He owns everything in Atlanta. Yeah. Right. yeah. If you watch the uh, the Harry and Meghan uh, documentary, he is all over that because that's where they hide out is right. in one of his mansions. At one point, they have been discovered at his L.A. home, and he pays all of this money to have trees brought in to try and block all of humanity from his property and he has the money to do it he's like yeah whatever it costs just because he has that kind of money it's hard for people to grasp how much a billion is Mm -hmm. like to compare to having 30 million it's not in the same universe Mm -hmm. like if you have a billion dollars dropping 150,000 is like spending a a dollar to us Mm -hmm. Uh, so the the next two are just so interesting to me and at number two Sting lead singer of the police he sold his catalog this year. He made $210 million. Yeah, it was ungodly money. You know, what's interesting is this is the uh, this is the business model now. Yep. You know, you have this winning lottery ticket as an artist, possibly, and instead of taking the, you know, the yearly payout from the record label, you're like, you know what, screw it. I just want the lump sum and not have to worry about it anymore. This is why it's important to own your masters. Yep. And uh, in it, number one, Pocketing two hundred and thirty million dollars, 
the band Genesis. <laughs> Good for them. Is that crazy? They had so many hits. Right. So much to sell off. Yep. Sold their entire catalog. Um, they had a farewell tour and some other streams, and they made $230 million. Phil Collins and Genesis. Mm. Peter Gabriel and the gang. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good for him. That's a lot of dough. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, that's what I had. All right, so I wrote a uh, Campy Kennedy question about this yesterday, and just the topic I think is kind of interesting. It was about um, Penn Badgley, who stars as Joe Goldberg in You. It's now in season four, and he plays, if you're unfamiliar with the show, it's pretty good. And he plays a serial killer, and he's also, but like he gets obsessed with these women, and he just idolizes love. And women that watch the show fall in love with this guy, even though he murders everybody he loves for some reason. And But there's a lot of sex scenes in the show, and... He came up and asked the creators of the show, he's like, can we stop doing all of these sex scenes? And they were like, why? And he said, because I feel like it's disrespectful to my wife. Mm-hmm. Which, A, I think that's very nice of him. But it's kind of it's interesting to me because you're a contracted actor. They know mm-hmm. you're doing a job. Right. I'm sure his wife knows that this is part of his gig. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I doubt it was her on the set being jealous because mm-hmm. like he's, it's acting. It's not. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it is to a point, but I mean, especially I've never had to do any like scene like that, like they do, like on TV, like all naked or whatever. Sure. But I mean, you see it day after day, p- people's marriages and ruins because they, they mm-hmm. became a couple on on this show or whatever. Not to mention, I just binge watched the entire season three of you. Holy shit, it's so good. But there was a lot of sex in there that was unnecessary, in my opinion. It was kind mm-hmm. of egregious to a point. Right. Um, didn't fur- didn't further the story, as it says. But I read that too, and I was fascinated by it. There's some other actors out there um, that uh, won't kiss uh, their. Kurt Cameron was like that on the set of Growing, mm-hmm. whatever. Growing pain. He's a, yeah, he's a Christian. Do you um, think that was a part of it? He's super Jesus. No, uh, yes, 100. Mm-hmm. percent But you know, it's the same thing. He respected his <laughs> super wife, super Jesus. So yeah. you know, like more than so most. like she was a she played a part on the show for a while, and then uh-huh. when. He he was with a different person. The kissing scenes were her kissing him. Mm-hmm. And there's another actor whose name is escaping me, but he did the same thing. He's like, I won't kiss anyone who isn't my wife. He's not the only one to say that for sure. See, but. I appreciate oh. the wanting to be fidelity in your marriage, but you right. are you're an actor and you're mm. you're well doing I, a role. I, here's what I'll say: you choose not to do that role, I guess. It's a successful show. And he is a huge show. part of the success of that show. He is the and show. And now that you are, and because you have a successful show and you have a little bit more control over the content, yeah, yeah, it is easy for you to go to them and say, I'm not doing those anymore because it makes, it's not good for my relationship. Mm-hmm. And what are they going to say? Are we going to cancel the show? No, you, you're going to negotiate and they're going to agree to it. And for the record, just to be full circle, the creator of the show is a female who had no issue with mm-hmm. what yep. he said and they cut right. it down. Yep, she was like, cool, but cool. if a studio or something had kicked up dust, I don't know how it would have went. Right. He might have walked. Mm. You know, I mean, he I'm could, sure you're right, Carson. That's not, not a position many people 
could be in. You know, right. You had to go do whatever you had to do to get the part. And do if he'd had, had said that before it started filming, yeah, season one, they'd have been like, take a, take a walk. But now you're three seasons in and he's the star and the ratings are great and it's making you a ton yeah. of money. You're like, okay, yeah, we'll make that. Sex scenes in general in movies and TV shows are are kind of weird to me. I just, A, being in them must be incredibly awkward to have mm -hmm. these, like there's seven cameras in your face and you don't even really know this person really well. They have things called intimacy coordinators now. Yes, so they do. So when, when you have a scene like that, you work with your intimacy coordinator. It's very choreographed. And a lot of it, uh, they clear sets entirely these days. Mm -hmm. They didn't used to, but these days they clear sets entirely. Yeah. So it's not so... The cast of Boy Meets World was talking about that. They yeah. said, we wish we had something like an intimacy Yeah, that was unheard when, of. Back when we were kids back in the 90s and they yeah. were making us make out with a different girl every mm -hmm. week on yeah. the show. Yeah. And you have to imagine, like, especially when you're younger, you know, getting into the moment and being a man, you know, things happen. Worrying about something popping up. Right. And how, oh, do no, you, and 100% does. Yeah. I mean, how could you not? Do you, do you, the woman is probably very hot. She's an actress. Right. Do you, <laughs> do you wear something over your groin? That it's kinda, yeah. Yes. Kennedy. It's like a sock. It's called a cock sock. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> but no, it doesn't keep it down or anything. It's just a loose piece of fabric. Yeah. It just goes over that and nothing else so that your butt can still be naked, mm -hmm. but uh, you're covered. No, like I was a, talking like about more for keeping it down. No, there's nothing. No, you're, not you're all grown up. You're, you're all grown ups. You know something's going to what. But then I've read a lot of articles with people, too, who said it's so clinical and so, you know, you're shooting this shot and the camera's yeah. here and this whatever that right. it's hard to, hard to get out of to get into a moment pardon the pun yeah, yeah sorry <laughs> but it'd be it, hard for me to even get into the scene naked while joe the cameraman is three feet from me breathing mm -hmm. yeah i don't know how porn stars do it, it must be very impressive it's completely different though with yeah them. and they're on they're wide open and it's fine yeah. don't give two shits who's watching <laughs> <laughs> but if you were dating an actor or an actress and they had a bunch of sex scenes do you think after if it was a show like this or somebody from game of thrones where they were constantly naked and doing sex scenes. Do you think you would be jealous yes, after a while? I would. Even though you know yeah, what Yeah, I have show. a jealous nature, though. So. I don't think I would watch. I wouldn't want to be there and like watching, but like, you're doing great, babe. Mm -hmm. But I would just try to understand that she's working, but I wouldn't want to watch them. Mm -hmm. I would spend every waking minute with the woman actress who's playing his friend. Keep her on a tight leash. Correct. <laughs> your friend's close and your frenemy's closer. Correct. Keep your friends close and people that fake sleep with your husband closer. That's it. <laughs> Secret to my success. Uh, Wait. Uh, <laughs> so happy Valentine's Day. There it is. If you missed anything on the show today, including our Valentine's Day pickup lines, that is up in the podcast today, as well as our interview with John Taylor from Duran Duran. Again, you can get all of that on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.